Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays, we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Regional Update. I'm Jessica Strauss, and today on the podcast, we're going to be chatting with our Southern Extension agronomist, Chris Davey. Chris has been super busy on the road in Victoria this week, so he's going to give us a bit of an overview of what he's been doing there, and also give us a regional update on his region in South Australia around the York Peninsula and what growers need to be thinking about when it comes to weed control. He does join us. How are you going, Chris? Yeah, very well. Uh, thanks, Jess. A lot of driving over the last few days, but it's been fantastic. And uh, it's been my first chance as SA Vic Extension Officer with Weed Smart to actually get into Victoria and meet some of the growers and the growers there. So I've had a, a big few days, but it, it has been fantastic. Thanks. That's great to hear. And yeah, thank you for taking the time. I know you've pulled over to the side of the road to have a chat with us for the podcast today. Can you tell us some of the highlights of your trip so far, Chris? I guess uh, I went across the, the top of uh, the Mallee through Lamaru and Pinaroo, South Australia, and then across into towards Swan Hill. So that rural Mallee country. And then I've done a loop in the last two days further to the south closer to Horsham and I've just come back into the southeast of SA so I've had a really good look around regionally through that area and yeah look the, the crops particularly in a lot of the Wimmera and definitely the Mallee and Riverlands are all tonguing it pretty well at, at the moment uh, a lot of growers and agronomists said they'd only had 70 or 80 mils of rain for the whole year uh, and there's probably only been 30 mils of that in the growing season so the differences in growth that we saw in crops was predominantly due to the previous rotation so where there had been brown manures or hay crops cut there was obviously a lot more moisture underneath from the previous year and uh, those crops were probably five leaf early tiller whereas uh, a lot of them I grow past were either finishing up seeding or were sort of one or two leaf and very patchy depending on the texture of the soil and how much uh, plant available water there was yeah okay and uh in terms of weed burdens did you have a chance to kind of go into those sort of details and and what they're doing to control weeds chris yeah yeah definitely just and again i've probably had both extremes I, i was lucky enough to have a look over some of lee Bryan's paddocks uh with matt whitney and uh, yeah, what those two are achieving through long-term planning and just that nil tolerance of weeds is, is unbelievable. And it's a credit to them just how clean those paddocks are and how hard it is to find a weed like ryegrass in some of the paddocks, which is quite unbelievable. Wow. And having said that, then there was other areas uh, of SA and Vic where resistance is a big issue. The ryegrass is not beating farmers, but there is a lot of it out there and that's where I feel sort of honoured to be able to transfer a lot of that information from industry, from Weed Smart to those guys and the big six, of course, and hopefully give them some uh, ideas and some thoughts as to how they can be combated, not only with chemicals, but a, a lot of uh, other non-chemical means, uh, as we know, crop competitions and rotational planning and harvest weed seed management. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really good to to take that information uh, and distribute it uh, yeah, across the grower and agronomy base. 
Certainly, Chris, that's great to hear. And yep, you've got to take that opportunity to get across borders at the moment because we all know it could just get shut down at any moment. But uh, Chris, let's move on to focusing on your patch in South Australia. Can you give us a bit of an overview of how it's been in your patch in terms of growing conditions and weed burdens? I'll start with uh, the local patch with York Peninsula and it was a very dry late break. Some were lucky enough to, to have some rain, which is very isolated strips in the second week of May, but for the vast majority of the peninsula, the break didn't come until the last couple of days of, of May. And since then, we've been fortunate to have a reasonably wet June and a good start to July. So things are starting to turn around there and uh, crops are enjoying the sunshine with that moisture. So, yeah, blessed in that regard. Looking at other areas across the state, uh, Air Peninsula is, is looking fantastic. They've uh, got a really good plant available water uh, amount at the moment. Seeding was, was done pretty well on time and they're set up for a pretty pretty good year. The southeast, similarly, I think that's sort of the, the rain line that has fallen is through the, the EP lower uh, York Peninsula and down the southeast. So, those areas and lesser extent, the mid north are, are looking quite good. It really is uh, that, that Riverland, that Mallee area that has, has missed out, unfortunately. So I'm hoping for them that they get a rain and uh, even an average July because like a lot of growers said in the, the last few days, if they got anywhere near average rainfall for the growing season from now on, then they'll have an above average season for, for yields. But right. the longer it goes being dry, yeah, the, the less optimistic they become. Okay, well, fingers crossed that there's some rain on the way, Chris. And so in terms of what farmers should be thinking about at the moment in terms of weed control, what would you give in terms of tips and advice in that regard? I think there's a a few things that come to mind, Jess, and the first is obviously assessing their knockdown jobs if they were lucky enough to get a knockdown this year and picking up on any escapes, Uh, and I'm probably referring to ryegrass more than anything. And if they're noting large ryegrass in their crops that is well advanced than what the crop is, then looking to quick test those, like take a sample, send them down to Pete Brooks-Harlis and get them tested. So there's the, the review of the, the knockdown and the pre-emergent comes into that as well. Most of SA has been blessed with good rains after seeding and that's been the key to really good pre and control of, of the weeds, of all weeds I'll say, versus the last four years where we've had either a really good break and then it dries up or it's just been quite dry throughout. So it does show that uh, the pre do work well when they have that that rainfall after seeding. And probably a, a final thing now that guys are into their post ends and that, if it does eventuate that it does, uh, we do have a, an average winter or even above average, then I think assessing the post end results because there are products which are contact mode of action and some do have a history when you have good rain after the application that you may have some reshooting or another population of weeds come. So that's probably just a, uh, a heads up for a lot of areas that if the season progresses quite well, that a lot of weeds might need a, a tidy up run later in the season. So a, a double knock or a, a two spray plan for particular broadleaf weeds. Good advice, Chris. And uh, looking forward even further, is there any other tips that uh, you'd like to share or you want growers to start thinking about in terms of, yeah, in the next few weeks or next couple of months down the track? Is there anything that should be on growers' minds? 
I think just rotating those chemicals, looking at starting to set up. I know it's months away, but number five out of the big six is stopping weed seed sets. So looking at a plan for how you're going to deal with those late escapes or, or resistant weeds later on. And that could vary from those few that have got shielded sprayers, you know, getting them all, all set up and ready to go, assessing paddocks and giving racings of you know, how bad the grass is, whether it be brome or wild oats or ryegrass, and maybe even making a plan for those worst areas. You know, do they actually chemically fallow them and just you know, short-term pain, long-term gain, or do they bail up some of the crops? I think it's really important that you just take every opportunity to stop those those problematic weeds from setting seeds. So going into the, the spring period, that's when those things are really going to be looking at. And um, I guess the other thing is with selective grass sprays, we'll be keeping an eye on the results of, of those as well and getting any uh, escapes tested again. Definitely. Well, Chris, thank you so much for having a chat with us. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip and safe travels back home after your trip, Chris. We really appreciate you taking the time. No worries at all, Jess. Yeah, I do hope that uh, that Mallee Wimmera area gets a rain soon. That's probably the main hope. Some of us have been blessed with that start of rain already, but it's always nice when all the growers uh, are feeling optimistic about the season. Certainly. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Thanks, Chris. No worries. Thanks, Jess.